Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. I'm Sister Monica. Just want to say happy Tuesday to everyone listening from around the world. God is truly awesome and powerful. And I'm so grateful that he has spared my life also. Woke me up this morning in my rightful mind. I'm just praising the Lord. It's very taxing, but God is able. And I'm happy to hear all the testimonies. Happy to hear Brother Chris over there in the UK. We're praying for him. We're praying for others. And just a powerful testimony because the young people are really under attack. And we have to pray more than how we used to pray before. Because their mind, the video games, we share about the new things that they're coming out with. You know, vibration. And it's in the rock music. Mercy. A lot of serious things is happening. So let us pray for our young people. Um, you know, uh, I received a call yesterday several times from a number, and it says Zimbabwe. And then I, I said, wow, it got to be emergency. They just kept calling. So I answered the phone, and this woman of God was in Australia. And I asked her, how did you find out about us? She said, I found it on YouTube online, and I've been following, and my son is going to court today, and I need prayers. Could you pray? And I had the opportunity of praying for him, you know, off the phone. And uh, I'm waiting to hear the result, but, you know, I'm asking you to pray for her. You know, people are connecting from all over the world, and you know they say one. They said one thing. I spoke to someone yesterday, and they said a good thing is that Button to Christ Ministry is a ministry that they can connect with. Somebody was sharing that there's no ministry you'll able to call and have a chance to even speak with somebody from the ministry. They said they tried several sources and it's not even possible. And to see the Lord blessed us where we can come one on one at times, it's not easy. But even seldom randomly we can speak to somebody in person. It's really good to know that it's a team that reaches souls for Christ and will sacrifice the time to pray for individual. It's not easy. You know, we're trying our best. Sometimes we wish we don't have to. But at times the Lord will impress and say, speak to this person now. 
And when we speak, we pray, they are delivered in just under one hour. Because God knows. God knows when the heart is ready. And God knows when the heart is not ready. And knows that you need some more time before you are prayed for. So I really praise God for that. Because there's so many times somebody called the first time. We pray for them. They are delivered right away. And God knows it. And there's people we prayed for for 20 times. And they can't be delivered because it's not their time yet. It's not time yet. So I'm just praising God that he's a timely God. He understands our need. He knows what we want and what we need. So he's going to supply our needs. So I'm just praising God that he's definitely an on-time God. And he knows everything about us. He knows every individual on the line this morning. He knows what you're going through. The God that we serve really do not sleep. Do not slumber or sleep. He knows your circumstances. And the God of heaven will help us. He will reach out to some of us who are broken, some of us going through so much. Don't underestimate and think that the Lord is not listening and he's not hearing. He is. So let's move forward with the confidence that the Lord is with us. I want you to turn with me this morning to Luke chapter 13, and I'll be reading from verses 6 to 9. And this is a parable concerning judgment, concerning the last days. The Lord loved to speak in parables because a lot of people will be confused and spiritual things will be spiritually discerned. And he'll be able to tell this story in a heavenly language. So there's a few lessons God wants to show us from this parable. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we are so grateful you woke us up this morning. Every one of us, Lord, some of us, like in the UK, we are way ahead. You know, it's later in the UK. We know we have people from Cameroon. Um, Belgium, we have some powerful people in Cameroon. Lord, we just want to praise you as we lift up Sister Judith and her family and many others, oh God, who are listening. want to lift up um, our friend from uh, Caroline from France, oh God. There's so many people tuning in, Brother Royce from Australia and others who are calling from different countries who are determined to follow you. We want to pray for Sister Anita and Kirby uh, as they're listening, and many others who are calling from other countries who woke up. Uh, remember Sister Andrea in California and others, Lord, in Vancouver who woke up this morning early just to be on the prior line. Father, this is dedication. People are way ahead some is behind. People are connecting with us from um, Abu Dhabi, from Dubai, all over the world. God's people are connecting because we've seen the urgency of the time. We see that you're coming is Eva at the door, and it's time when you're putting together a team. Hallelujah. 
You're putting together a team, Lord, that is ready to do the work. Lord, we just praise you. We praise you, Lord, for all those people who have been donating. Father, there are some people that is sending money to us because the need is great, and every day we are helping others. Father, last night I spoke to a young lady, a Haitian young lady who was under heavy attack that this ministry helped, Lord. And, Lord, she's really in need. Lord, she's in Fort Lauderdale, and she's really in need, Lord. And, Lord, I know we have to send some money for her even today. Father, she's broken, and she have a child. Father, I pray that you will just reach to the souls of your people so we can pull together. Because in the last days, some of us have to go live together. Our homes will be taken. Pride have to go. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that you will hear, you will reach out, you will touch souls for Jesus today and help us, oh God, that we will really help more. Please, Lord, open the windows of heaven and the doors and pour out more blessings so that we can give more. Not for ourselves, but we can give to help others who are in poverty, who are hungry, who need to be fed. Please, O oh God, hear the cries of your people, and may you replenish, and may you bless in abundance. We thank you now and praise you, and may you bless the words, O oh God. We praise you and exalt you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Um, we're going to read, as I said, uh, Mark, Luke, no, Luke chapter 13, verses 9, sorry, 6 to 9. And hear what it says. He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of the vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit and this fig tree and find none. Cut it down, so cumbereth it in the, in the ground. And he answered and said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dug it. And if it bear fruit well, and if not, then after that thou shalt cut it down. Lord of mercy. Lord of mercy. This is a parable that God wants us to look at and how important it is concerning the judgment and the patience of the Lord, how the Lord wait on us, even when we don't deserve it. God waits on us, and he uses this to illustrate God's judgment and how God will wait on us and his judgment 
is sure because he come seeking fruits and there's none on it. He comes seeking fruit that was planted, that went through the whole process, and they were fruitless. God is saying to us that we ought to live sanctified lives and not fruitless lives. We want to bear fruit for Jesus. But only if we are planted in the right vineyard, only if we open our ears so that we will take the nourishment, God is saying the fruit of our lives should really reflect his character. But if we're not bearing fruits, it means that there is nothing we have of God. It meant that we are barren. We lack many things. How can we encourage if he comes and finds no fruit? But God is a patient God. When he comes and he finds no fruit, he told the dresser, the caretaker, to give it three more years, you know, three more years. God is a God who has been extending time for us to bear, time for us to produce. But there's a lot of Christians in the church who are not producing. We are just living for self. We are living for self-exaltation. We are living for me instead of for him. God is saying, I'm looking for people in these last days to finish the work. People who is going to live for Christ. And when we live for Christ, it's selfless life. We're going to bear fruits that people will benefit from. People will benefit from the joy, from the peace, from the long-suffering, from the love from the cares of this life, all the fruits, people will feast upon the fruits. But if we have no fruits, we are not going to be beneficial because the Lord says we should be the salt of the earth. We should be the light. And if we are not bearing, how can we be helpful? If somebody comes and we are always complaining and murmuring, what kind of fruit are we bearing? If we're going to bear fruits for Jesus, it has to be encouraging that when you come and you're hungry, you're thirsty, there has to be a time when you can come and pick and be fed and be filled, be encouraged, knowing that somebody has your back. Somebody told you that I love you and I'm praying for you. I'm so encouraged by you and what you do. I'm so encouraged by your smile that you give. Your, your, just your smile that radiates. It brings blessings in this office. It brings a bright light in this office. You know what I mean? Somebody said, I love to be around you. You're such an encouragement. 
I love to talk to you. Every time I talk to you, it seems like I'm being pulled out of the miry clay. Every time I talk to you, I see I have hope in Christ. Every time I, I talk to you, I pray with you. It's such a blessing. That's bearing fruit for Jesus. Jesus is saying in the judgment, are you bearing fruit? That's a God that we serve. Even when we're not bearing fruit, he did not just condemn us. He did not say, you know what, forget about this fig tree. Let us cut it down now. Forget about it. It expresses the love of Christ. That Christ says, let's give it more time. Let's give her more time. Let's give him more time. You know, you've been coming and coming and coming for three years, and there's no fruit. Why not give it another opportunity? Why not wait a little longer? Why not give it more time? The people that is around want to get rid of it. The, 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 the dresser is tired of working and seeing nothing, no improvement. So he wants to cut it down. But the Lord is saying, I want to give that tree more time. In verse 7, verse 8, And he answered and said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dunk, dunk it. He's given it more time. That's what the Lord is doing for all of us. Want to give it more time to bear. You do not want to react like us. Cut it down now. You want to give us more time. You want to nourish it. You want to dig around it. You know when you dig around that fruit tree, it will allow the water and the nutrients to go down easier. Because sometimes the soil will block it because it's so dense and tough. He want to soften it up some more and put some manure, put some vitamins, you know, put some prayer in your prayer life, you know. Pray for that person. Uh, put some encouragement in it. You know, bring that person a gift and let them know the Lord loves them. Do what you can to nourish that fruit tree, that fig tree. Do what you can to nourish it so that it can start to bear fruit. Give it an opportunity. You see, God knows because it's planted in the vineyard. It's planted in a place where it expected to produce. God expects us to produce, but some of us definitely we are not producing. And God is saying the judgment is at hand. But I'm giving you extra time right now to get things right. Because there's a time come where if we're not producing, 
we are going to be hewed down, cut down, burnt. There's a time coming where the judgment is going to come if we continue to live fruitless lives. If we continue to live lives that doesn't matter. If we continue to live lives that have no impact and effect on others. We need to impact others in our prayers, the way we'll be, we deport ourselves, the way we carry ourselves. We need to reflect Christ that people will come and say, there goes the Son of God. You know, we had the opportunity to go down into that pool with some candidates just Sunday morning, 10 o'clock. I had the opportunity to hold the hand of two people that's one who surrendered their life to Jesus, that surrendered their life. Sister Vasti, I'm telling you, she, the Lord has been speaking to her and she surrendered and she gave her life over to Jesus. She was baptized. She given her life over. She'll be going to Ajax and, you know, she'll be supporting the ministry when she can as we're working together with Ajax Church to bring souls to Christ. She surrendered. This is a woman of God who found Christ and found the Sabbath. God spoke to her. The Lord led her. Nobody go and force her and tell her anything. The same thing with Shauna. Shauna gave her life. I had the opportunity in meeting both of them surrendered over and said, I want to follow Jesus. I want to tell you that we are to pray for them. It's a new beginning, a fresh walk for Christ. That's what the Lord is saying. He wants us to surrender everything. He wants us to surrender. You know, it was pouring rain. But as soon as it's time for the baptism, the rain was held up. The Lord stopped the rain. That the pool, we were able to go down in the pool, Pastor Bulgin, Pastor Bulgin Jr. We went down in the pool. God is able, the rain stopped. God is saying, listen, we are to produce, we are to bear fruits if we are children of the living God. There's going to be no starless crown. Everyone crown is going to have a star in it for people that you have led to Christ. People that you have encouraged through this walk. If there's ever a time we need to encourage each other, it's now. You know, I get really excited when I see the power of God work. Knowing that God have our backs. Brethren, we got to keep committed. We got to keep keeping on. We got to keep 
holding on for Jesus. The Lord says, I will give them more time. I will give this fig tree more time to produce. And if I give it more time and I come back again, and it's fruitless, then I'm going to cut it down. Three years he has been coming, and there was no fruit. And it was planted in the vineyard. Only fruit trees are planted in this vineyard. That produces. God expects us to produce once we go down into the watery grave. But a lot of us comes up, and time is running, and we haven't been producing. Three years he's been coming, and everything is fruitless. God is asking you this morning, are you producing? Are you fruitless? What are you producing? But God did not say, get rid of that fruit tree now. He gave more time. But how much time can God give? You see, there's an appointed time. He said, if I come back one more time, if I come back again and it's not bearing, then I'm going to cut it down. That's the judgment. That's the probation. That's the probatory period we're on now. The Lord is giving some of us one more chance to make it right before the judgment of the Lord will come. God is calling somebody on the line here who is not even baptized, but the Lord is prompting them. You are not a Seventh-day Adventist, and the Lord is prompting you. You better make it right. There's something about the Sabbath. I'm telling you. There's something about keeping the Lord's Sabbath. No wonder the majority is not keeping the Sabbath, because the Sabbath is the Sabbath is a remnant of the remnant. There's something about the Sabbath. You can ask God yourself. God is saying, I'm giving you one more time, one more opportunity. And if you do not produce, you are going to be cut down. How are we cut down? Probation close. No more opportunity. You're dumb. Those who are just, let him be just still. Those who are unjust, let him be unjust still. A decision, the judgment. And remember what he says, judgment starts in the house of the Lord first. God is going to inspect the fruit trees in the house of the Lord first to see if they are bearing. What are you bearing this morning? Brethren, what are you bearing? Are you bearing fruits? Can you check your own tree to see if you're producing? Can you ask the Lord to help you to check the fruits? Can you ask the Lord to send an angel as the fruit inspector? to see if you are producing fruit. Are you willing to produce? Do you have the potential to produce, but you're just not producing? 
Is it nutrients you need? Is it some fertilizer you need? Is it encouragement? Is it water you need in order to produce? What do you need this morning to produce fruit so that others can be fed from it? What do you need? Walk away this morning with that on your mind. What do I need to do to produce? A lot of people are sick physically. A lot of people need spiritual help. We really do not have enough people. We do not have enough people who are bearing fruits, who are ready to carry the gospel message. Praise God that God is raising up people around the world who are calling and saying, I'm ready. I want to add, I want to come and work for that ministry. We are ready. People are on fire. God is asking you, those who are listening this morning, are you ready to bear? Is it you have to prune some branches off? By pruning, it's going to hurt. How are you going to need to cut some of the dry branches off because they are dead? How are you going to have to cut so that they can spring up and everything can be renewed and replenished and it can look beautiful and start to bear fruits? What do you need to do? Do you need a tool to start to prune? What do you need? Do you need the word of God? Do you need more prayers? What do you need this morning in order to produce? Do you need blinkers? Something to put up on your eyes to prevent you from seeing others and other people's business and from looking and to be uh, looking at others instead of Christ. Do you need a mirror? to see what is blocking you? Do you need eye salve so that your eyes can be open? What do you need? Some people really don't know what they need, but there's some people who know exactly what is needed. I pray this morning that you will recognize what is needed and you will move to get it. Don't wait. The judgment is fast approaching. Don't wait. May God just bless you this morning. May his face shine upon you. Let us move before it's too late. In Jesus' name, as we're now going to have the prayer request. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.